Hello and welcome to this audio edition of the Ex-Mormon Files with host Earl Erskine. Thank you for joining us. On each episode of this program, Earl, a former LDS bishop, interviews a former Mormon guest about their journey out of Mormonism and into an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. These stories are encouraging, fascinating, and often moving. For more information on the Ex-Mormon Files internet video program, please visit exmormonfiles.com. That's exmormonfiles.com. And now, here's Earl. I'm your host, Bishop Earl, and I thank God for this opportunity, and I thank the volunteers who make this possible. I was a faithful Latter-day Saint for over 60 years, and I love the LDS people, but we have a, and we have a heart for them, but we know that there are even active, faithful Latter-day Saints who are questioning, and some are leaving the church, because sometimes because of church doctrine or church history, others just can't keep the commandments, and they... Uh, feel guilty, they don't, don't fit in, and others just don't feel like they can ever do enough or be good enough. And we pray and hope that the story you hear tonight will touch your heart, give you hope that there is life after Mormonism, and that you can have a personal relationship with, with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let's begin with a word of prayer. Dear Lord, we ask for your spirit to be with us tonight as we share a message that hearts will be softened and that heart and eyes will open and uh, again hearts will understand truth and that they will come to you lord and and uh, worship you in jesus name we pray amen, amen. we have grant grant gardner sorry about that That's nice right. to have you with us tonight thanks for Appreciate having me. you coming down from idaho falls to join us as well glad to do yeah. it now let's just kind of introduce yourself as a Latter-day Saint. You were baptized in the church, I guess. Were your parents active? Yes, my parents actually were both converts, right? At the time they, well, my dad was when he was about 12, 13 years old. Wow. Uh, Mom was right uh, a year or so before they got married. Now was that in Idaho? No, that was in Washington. Uh, I was born in Walla Walla, Washington. Oh, were you? Okay. Yeah. And uh, from there we moved to Phoenix, Arizona. Wow. Uh, lived in Scottsdale actually for about seven years. We moved when I was three from Washington to Arizona. Yeah. Um, so I was baptized while we lived in Scottsdale oh, okay. when That's I was eight years old. Right. Uh, my dad did that. And uh, when I was 10, we moved to Rexburg, Idaho. And that's okay. where I, uh, Hillary and I have resided between Rexburg and Idaho Falls Hillary's since. Hillary's your wife. Yes. We're going to be interviewing her or talking to her next week, actually. So now tell us, uh, you were active as a... Yes, all growing up, again, baptizing uh, when, we were, yeah. when I was eight, when we were eight. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I uh, went into the deacon's quorum and uh, teachers and then a priest. I was stuff. a boy scout, got my eagle scout when I was... Oh, oh, 17 probably. Yeah. It probably was a life when I was 13 and yeah, <laughs> carried it on for 18. a while. So right before I was 18, I had to hurry and finish everything. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I was always active in uh, in the presidencies in the deacons quorum yeah. and teachers quorum and priest quorum. Seminary. Um, yeah, four years of seminary. Graduated wow. from seminary. Good for you. Um, yeah, lots of good stuff. And, <laughs> and then when I was uh, 19, I uh, put in for mission. Mm. Uh, got called to, uh, well, the first time I got called to the Minneapolis, Minnesota mission. Oh, um, first time? Yes. Um, Explain that a little bit. Uh, well, at the time I was living, I had graduated from high school and just working. Yeah. And had bought some things and had to 
pay off some debt, and yeah. where I was working at uh, had gone bankrupt, and oh. I didn't get a bunch of my money, so I canceled that mission call and oh, really? and moved back from Phoenix back to Idaho and uh, got another job and started working, worked off everything so I could pay off my debt and then put in for my mission call again, which was ended up being about nine months later. Oh, wow. And at that point, I got called to the Iowa-Des Moines mission. Oh, and so you went on a mission so, to, to, to Iowa. How was that? Uh, uh, the people are amazing. The, the place was beautiful. Yeah. Well, I had two years of joy. We, you know, yeah. I just had fun. I and this really was did. something you'd always looked forward to doing was a mission. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I knew I needed to get become an Eagle Scout and go on a mission. That's those, were <laughs> those were the the goals. Uh, well, yeah, I guess three yeah. goals when yeah. while I was growing up. So yeah. yeah, those were the things that I knew I needed to do. So did you? You had a testimony, obviously, of Joseph Smith. Yeah, which church. really came about. Uh, I would say uh, Joseph Smith, Book of Mormon stuff, while I was in the mission training center mm -hmm. in Provo, yeah. and. Uh, you know, I remember talking with people about it, and it was the first time I really ever got into the Book of Mormon, to be honest. I'd really? Yeah, you know, I Even though you knew had some, seminary? Yeah. Well, and we'd gone through certain scriptures, and scripture, yeah. you know, I knew the ones that they told us to know for <laughs> scripture chase or right. <laughs> fun things like that. But yeah. um, after that, we, uh, I, I just really felt and was able to bear witness uh, of Joseph Smith, of the Book of Mormon. Uh, for those two years while I was out, I probably read the Book of Mormon at least six times while I was on my mission. Wow. You know, once with the study guide that they give you to go right through it. Yeah. Excuse me. And, and uh, uh, yeah, just... Testimony of the church and the prophet. Looking back on your mission now, and not, not, not even as a Christian, but as a former Latter-day Saint, but I mean as a Latter-day Saint, do you feel like you represented Christ or did you feel like you were representing the church? Definitely the church. Really? Yeah, because that's... Uh, I mean, you're trying uh, to <laughs> make a sales pitch out there, of course, yeah. and teach people. Yeah, and I, I would even say a step further even than, than the church because the first discussion focuses, to me, focused a lot on it, was Joseph Smith himself uh, as far as being a prophet of God and, yeah. and bringing the restoration about. Yeah. Um, Isn't that so, interesting? Yeah. Did uh, you ever think of that when you were out there doing it? <laughs> uh, no, but uh, one thing I do want to share as far as my mission goes, yeah. this might be jumping the gun a little bit, but I did have a group of people that were uh, born-again Christians call me and my companion over to their house to learn about had the gospel. Knocked, is what you knocked uh, on their door or something? No, or? they uh, sent in a card about getting a free Book oh, of Mormon or something okay. like that. And, and got us there that way. I think they'd done it before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I they had... Was this halfway through your mission? No, it was yeah. probably three-quarters, I would say. Really? I, so I was a zone leader at the time. So you're an experienced <laughs> I was an experienced missionary. So how did that go? Um, very interesting to me um, and something that I'm, uh, I praise God for every day now yeah. because it was one of the things that caused questions in my mind uh, as they far raise? as... Uh, they, they asked about Joseph Smith and his first vision. Yeah. Uh, why is it this one that you're looking at instead of the other one? And I was like, I, he didn't ever have any other ones. And, uh, you know, and uh, oh let's see, polygamy. Yeah. Uh, at that time, I would have swore up and down that Joseph Smith and Emma were the, um, the uh, monogamous. And yeah. uh, that was his only wife and anybody that he ever had you to worry about. You heard about the 14-year-olds? <laughs> no. Some of the other women that he took no. as well. Well, and you know, I was right by Nauvoo, too, when I'm... 
learning all this stuff because I, I mean, I actually got to go visit Nauvoo right after my mission. My parents came and picked me up, and we got to go down there and highlight at the time too because we got to go to Carthage and see all this church history that was just amazing to me. Yeah. But back to the other story, I guess. Yeah. But the people asked me, remember the plague of me? I remember the Joseph Smith. Um, off the top of my head, I, I don't remember a whole lot more, but I remember uh, when I couldn't answer their questions anymore. Yeah. And and things, I, I, I did yeah. what any good missionary would do and say, well, we don't need to argue about this and it's time for us to go. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, any good faithful got, got, got my companion. I said, you know, we got we to gotta get out of here. We've heard too much. We, we, we don't need to bash the Bible or whatever, you know. Yeah. So did you ever go back to the, uh, the, the, Mormon, the born agains that you talked about? No. No, wouldn't want to because I had no idea how to answer questions that yeah. they had for me. Did it plant seeds, though, in your mind then, or did you just kind of dismiss it? It planted seeds that uh, would come back years later. Really? But, well, actually, I can't even say that. They came back <laughs> quite often as far as thoughts in my mind. You realized you um, didn't know everything about yeah. church history yeah, at that I, point. I thought many times, and um, unfortunately, I'm not a real study but I don't like going up and I love reading but yeah. I don't like going and just finding a book that and that was my option at the time because yeah. we didn't have internet and <laughs> oh yeah back <laughs> so then back in the 90s now that something. it's easy I, I, I wouldn't mind uh, yeah I like jumping into it and studying things out but. so you come home from your mission and you uh, 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 what happens then oh wow uh, Worked. Still, well, act I went to, still active in the church. Still active, very active. I uh, went around with uh, one of the area high councilmen and talking in sacrament meetings. Sure, that's uh, the normal thing the normal to do, thing yeah. For, for that, I got to about two weeks after I got home, I got right into Rick's College. Oh, good. I attended okay. Rick's College for a year. Yeah. Um, that's BYU Idaho now, BYU I guess Idaho they now. call it, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, and it's grown a lot over the last few years. <laughs> yeah. <and laughs> it's very interesting. <laughs> But uh, then when I was about uh, 24, my parents owned a cosmetology school in oh, Rexburg. wow. And uh, my wife, Hillary, started going to beauty school. I was in working for mom and dad doing all the financial aid for them. Wow. Now, had you met Hillary before? Uh, just when she started beauty school. Really? Yeah. So that's where um, you met, And huh? she did not like me a bit, to be honest. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You had to I, win her I, I over, huh? prideful guy, something like that. Now, was she um, a member of the church? Yes, she was. Okay. Uh, very, uh, a very strong member of the church, very devout and yeah. very uh, spiritual. So you got married in the... Yeah, we got married in the Idaho Falls Temple. Yeah. And uh, I started working for a finance company shortly after we got married. Wow. Um, and after about, what, two and a half years there, we moved to Provo together. Oh, and, you did? And, uh, and uh, the finance company uh, transferred me down there. Wow. And it was during that time, and we were down here for about two years. And then we moved back to Idaho Falls to, for the same finance company. Oh, transferred you <laughs> transferred around a little right bit. Transferred back yeah. to, to Idaho Falls to help in, in the old office. I did collections and things like that for them. Wow. Well, now, just to back up a little bit, you had, of course, gone through the temple before your mission. I did. And uh, how was that experience? Did you? Um, that was, I actually went through before the 1990 changes. Oh, you did? So you I got did. to see. So now. that was, and I only got to go through two times. I went through right before... Um, I took out my endowments in the Salt Lake City Temple yeah. uh, with my mom and my dad and my grandma. 
And I remember walking out of there scratching my head going, I wonder if I'll ever understand that. Yeah, um, but you have faith and trust, yeah. don't you? You well, just I, figure out. I knew I was going back. Yeah, and you knew mom and dad and everybody else had been through it, and you just, yeah. I, I, I was the same way, just, wow, I had yeah, a head Everybody scratcher, around but, was telling me, oh, it's the most spiritual experience you'll ever have, and this is yeah. amazing, I can't wait for you to go, and, <laughs> and I didn't understand a thing. I don't think I was more nervous about, am I going to remember everything I'm supposed to say? Yeah. What, <laughs> yeah which and they what, walk you right through, and yeah, not a big and, deal. And what if you forget and then you don't get to pass by the angels or whatever it is. <laughs> so now uh, Hillary, she goes through the temple, I guess for the first time, was it? When yeah, you the got night married? before we got married yeah. was when she took out her endowments. Well, we'll have to ask her about her experience yeah. there. Did you feel like you were understanding the temple? Now now you're seeing it after the 1990 yeah. changes. Yeah, I had most of it memorized by the time I quit God. <laughs> oh, okay. But uh, And you know, I, I went through the first time in Salt Lake and then I went through once while we were in Provo, but I was in Provo uh, we entered the Mission Training Center on December 6th. Oh, and so okay. it was right before they closed it down for the Christmas break. So I got to go through one time while I was in the oh, MTC. In the, okay. And then they closed it down. So until after all the changes happened is and then when you when got I to got go home, back again. Is it was already changed. So I didn't remember. I remembered something being different, but yeah. I couldn't ever put my finger on it. Yeah. Um, because I got rid of a. Well, so how long you were things. active now for a few years with with Hillary and. Yeah, had, we're okay. We're back Utah and then back home again. Yeah, um, in Idaho. Uh, actually, let me stay while we're in Utah. Okay. This, this was uh, probably a good thing for us for years to come. Yeah. Was uh, Hillary and I weren't able to have children together. Oh, okay. Um, uh, biologically, I should say. Yeah. And while we were in Provo, uh, Orem area, actually we lived across the street from a church in an apartment complex, so we had to walk all the way across the street to get to church. Wow. And it <laughs> was kind of a BYU married housing yeah. type of place. And when we'd walk in, there would be about uh, what seemed like 1,300 strollers sitting there waiting with, with all the children that go yeah. there. And, uh, and we felt like there was a, a procession of a line of people as we walked into church, shaking our hands, saying, why don't you have children? What's wrong with children? Why don't you want to have this? And, you know, and, yeah. and I, obviously it wasn't that way, but that's what it felt like because yeah. we wanted kids really Well, and, and the church stresses families so much. And, yeah. and if you're not having children and you feel, how did you feel then? I mean, that was uh, very awkward. Honestly, it wasn't nearly as hard on me as it was Hillary. Sure. And so I'm sure she'll jump into that a little bit yeah. more when you talk to her. Yeah. Um, but it was hard. It was hard to see her struggling and it ended up that where we started driving back home to Idaho Falls almost every weekend uh, oh. just to not have to go there to hear the questions and why this and why that wow okay. why, you know is money more important than kids to you uh, type oh. type things and I, I don't think to, people realize how cruel they are with those kinds yeah, of... Yeah, and I don't think any of them were meant in cruelty, but sure. uh, but it sure is hard to take other than but that. But they're judging, and it's oh, very, very typical so. Latter-day Saint, I think, to do yes. that. So yes. made Hillary feel bad, I'm sure. Yeah, so when we got back to Idaho, we bought a little house and yeah. uh, had talked and prayed a lot about what we wanted to do is whether we wanted to do in vitro fertilization uh, or if we wanted to do adoption, what mm. we came down to is adoption. Okay. And so we called LDS Family Services. Okay. And uh, next thing you know, we're filling out paperwork and sending all our paperwork in, and six months later, we got our first baby girl. Wow. And. Uh, well, that was joyful, I'm oh, sure. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was amazing. Six yeah. years, all of a sudden, got erased as far as <laughs> the waiting went. You know, yeah. it seemed like forever, and then the second they set her in your arms, it's... 
it's like he never waited for a second and we had her all our lives wow um so we got hannah and uh just over two years later we went back to lds family services and put in paperwork one more time and uh ended up with lucas wow and so we had two children uh within a couple of years of each other and both through lds family services yeah um, and all this time you're active in the church? Oh, very. And, we, yeah. Well, with adopting through LDS Family Services, you have to hold a valid temple recommend. Oh, is that right? Um, because uh, after you um, get the children legally adopted, which takes about six months in Idaho, um, then you take them through the temple and have them sealed. Uh-huh. The only way you can adopt through them is if you're going to have them sealed to you as That's your commitment family. to do that. Yeah. And you've done that, I guess. You yeah. did that. Yeah, we did that right, uh, well, when each of them were six months old. Yeah. And so we, uh, so wow. yeah, we, well, we kept neat. the temple recommends to, and did that and yeah. stayed active for uh, many years thereafter. So what, uh, what kind of things happen then to start making you think again about the church? I know there's born again experience on your mission, but anything else... What kind of happened to draw, start drawing you away from the church? Um, wow, just people, um, pride, just things that would get said, uh, the way they would act. Uh, I, ha- I have a lot of friends that are outside the church still that, uh, from growing up down in Phoenix, just people that we stayed in contact with. Yeah. So I'd do a, a yearly four-wheeler ride down in the Phoenix area. And you'd talk to them about the church? Uh-huh. or about We'd talk about the church. And, yeah. and one of my friends in particular... Um, that's where we knew him from, was from church when we were little kids. Okay. Um, and uh, his mom actually, uh, unfortunately, uh, choked on something while she was home alone and oh, asphyxiated and, and got yeah. killed. And, and he never went back to church again. And so when we'd be sitting on a four-wheeler in the middle of a desert at 2 o'clock in the morning, we'd start talking about church. And, uh, you know, and he'd tell me, uh, unfortunately, the the story of his mother and and how yeah. he would never go back there because he couldn't. And were you bearing your testimony about the LDS oh, church? Very then? much so yeah. at the time. Very much so. Oh man, you know it, it's this, it's that, it's yeah. <laughs> it, you know it can bring you happiness and yeah. and things. And he's just like no, I, you know. And now actually the same friend I uh, have an opportunity to talk about Jesus with, and <laughs> uh, you know, and he doesn't push me back like he did with the LDS church. Yeah. It's more like I'm talking about God instead of. Yeah, a, an entity, a, a denomination, I guess. Yeah, for with lack him. Of a better word. Well, so but so. you personally, what was Me it personally, that started drawing these, you? Some of these people that uh, that were in LDS, yeah, um, were better than a lot of the LDS people that I knew. When they were sharing um, their faith with you, or uh-huh. yeah, uh, and none, none of them were really into church, but just their belief in God and Jesus and who He was. And I'm sitting here going, well, this sounds like a, a lot bigger. Bigger God than than I understood than what as I a understand. Latter Day Saint. Yeah. yeah, and and it's just what they understood from growing up and what they'd been taught about them, and so it made me very curious. Yeah. And then I had, oh, my mom's mom, my Your grandma, grandma? Okay. Um, passed away at 104 and a half years old. Wow. And she was one of the most God fearing women that I'd ever known. Wasn't LDS at all. Never, my mom was the only member in her family. She was a convert, of course, like uh-huh. you said. And none of her other siblings ever converted or oh. anything. Um, but we found uh, Grammy, I'll just call her my grandma Grammy, was sure. uh, wrote down her testimony of Jesus and had wow. it read at her funeral. Yeah. And uh, Hillary and Hannah and Luke and I, our uh, two kids and I, we all drove out with our family to, uh, it's right on the border of South Dakota and Wyoming, uh, Deadwood, South Dakota. Yeah, I know Sundance, Deadwood. Wyoming yeah. is where the family 
uh, Homesteaded Ranch is still at and yeah, everything. That's where the funeral was. And that's where the funeral and... was. So uh, driving home, we had quite a few hours to kill and, and started talking. And I said, you know, I don't, I don't understand how anybody can think that temple work needs to be done for somebody that lived a life like Grammy, that loved the Lord, loved Jesus. And, and, and that's where it really started for me. Really? I, I was just dumbfounded. Questioning I was like, how? Why would somebody have to go do works at a temple? when God knows what her heart said. Yeah. And so at that point, I I would guess I would say I'd started becoming inactive as far as Sunday school and uh, priesthood went. Looking for any reason not yeah. to go to church well, How or can something? I get out of here and not, yeah. <laughs> not do it? And I knew because uh, we'd taken on uh, five foster, or excuse me, three foster kids at the time. Wow. I, I knew that Hillary wasn't going to sit through sacrament meeting without me sitting there to keep the kids reined in between yeah. us. And uh, and that, I guess that was another hard thing at the time, too, because all of a sudden I'm getting all these questions and I'm getting farther away from the church. But Hillary, we found out that we could adopt these three foster kids also, and we wanted to adopt them, but wow. she wanted to take them to the temple. And, I, and so I'd been about six months of really questioning, and I knew that Hillary wanted to go to the temple with these kids, and I knew at the time that I couldn't go. Wow. Because, you know, I couldn't sit there in front of a bishop and answer the questions. And, w and was it just primarily because of this uh, thinking about the funeral and those kinds of things? I mean, well, there's you, some what, more that happened. Uh, yeah, I guess your I should go into Your testimony of Joseph Smith and Book <laughs> of Mormon? Joseph Smith kind of went out the window, and this is the point. Uh, I guess I should share what got that to me. Was, yeah. um, I stopped at my brother Logan's house one night on the way home. Um, and his wife, uh, excuse me, his father-in-law and wife had got in a little bit argue, an argument about where the Book of Abraham came from. Oh, boy. <laughs> that was one of my big ones, yeah. Yeah. And so, and I just happened to be bright enough to stop by right after the argument this happened. Argument. And, and Logan just said, hey, you know what, you're a return missionary, you're this, you're that, you know, you're a good Mormon guy. And Tell me. he goes, where did the Book of Abraham came from? come from? And I was like, wow. Well, and, you know, told him the typical papyrus story. And, and then he, and, did he and tell he you, said, but well, guess what? <laughs> that's not what I understand. And yeah. everything that I've looked at online or here and there and everywhere says that it was something else. And, and he wouldn't tell me. Oh, boy. But he said, I really want to know where it came from. And in my mind, even though I'm having some struggles with the church, I still have the pride of, haha, we're the only true church. Yeah. And so... I thought, well, you know what? This will be my chance to bring Logan back into the church. And, so you tried to prove him so wrong I, I, and bring him back to the yeah, church. that's what I was going to That's was dangerous, gonna... you know. <laughs> I you, started, you started looking. and So, yeah. but yeah, and that's, uh, and now what I'll say is the Internet is a beautiful thing. Because I yeah. told you earlier, I didn't like getting in and studying stuff. But once you start typing in yeah. something and all the stuff that it'll bring up for you is amazing. Yeah. And the only thing that I could find was... Uh, LDS authors would say that the Book of Abraham came from where it did. Yeah, trying to stretch and, the, yeah. yeah. And I've, I've read some strange things. Well, gosh, we're running out of time already. Uh, tell us a little bit about your relationship with Jesus now. And oh. how, compared to as a Latter-day Saint to how you feel about him now. You know, I look to him daily. I think our prayer life, uh, personally and together, family with me and Hillary together, 
is just incredible. We used to laugh a lot because, you know, Christians will pray at the drop of a hat. We'd say, yeah, just, yeah. And it doesn't matter what you're talking about. They'll say, hey, let's pray about that. <laughs> and they'll stop and pray with you no matter where you're at. Yeah. And, um, you know, and so I feel like I've become a lot closer to Jesus just through prayer because I talk to him all day, every day. Um, used to be way into uh, heavy metal music. Mm-hmm. And so we started listening to Christian music and Caleb and, and different things all the time. And 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 worship at church i actually just a desire to have yeah. christ in your life all yeah. the time and you didn't He's, feel that as a latter-day no, saint did you no i never did you know i want i do want the latter-day saints to realize there is a significant difference and we may be repetitive on this at times but there is a significant difference something that we I know in the church we believe in Jesus Christ, but there's a different relationship, isn't there? Oh, very much so. Yeah. And the Bible? How do you feel about yeah. the Bible? Oh, I love every every word in it. I feel like it's a love letter to me. Isn't that beautiful? It really <laughs> is. It, I can't get enough of it. Yeah. I have one that I keep in my car all the time. Yeah. And, and you know, red letter, and I get to see what Jesus has to say about whatever. And you read that in seminary, and you read it as a missionary for sure. At least you plucked scriptures out. Yeah, I yeah. used what they told me to use. Right. But I didn't have a real good working knowledge of it before. Yeah. Which we, you know, we do Bible studies now with uh, groups from church. And, yeah. And, you know, and, and just, and just at church, enough. our church goes through chapter by chapter, verse by verse. So. And do they have a good program for the youth and the kids Wonderful. At your church? Our kids love everything to do with church. And they it's, don't have to talk them into going? No. <laughs> it, when we say it's time for church, they're out the door and in the car and sitting there waiting for Mom and Hillary and I to get out there. So. Isn't that joyful? It, oh, it is. It's And they come home talking about Jesus and what they learned. And Yeah. Well, you've got, unfortunately, about 20 seconds. What do you say to the Latter-day Saints out there? Uh, well, look to the Jesus for everything in your life. Uh, he gave us... Uh, everything that we need right in the Bible and there's lots of people out there just waiting to share uh, his love with you if you need a place to look as God yeah as God Jesus is God not our elder brother (laughs) yeah (laughs) well Grant thanks so much for coming down sharing your story gosh there's so much there uh, to talk about and you've had some wonderful experiences and you have a joyful walk now with Christ it's and, and you got your wife with you. That's, I know, tough on some families, but how joyful that you're together. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Good night. This has been the audio edition of The Ex-Mormon Files. The Ex-Mormon Files is a production of Main Street Church of Brigham City. For information about this program, including past and current video episodes, please visit exmormonfiles.com. From there, you can also download audio episodes of this program. If you have an ex-Mormon story you would like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Please write us at contact at exmormonfiles.com. Thank you for listening, and we hope you'll tune in again soon. Music